Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Shot a video yesterday, got ahead of myself there, and I thought, okay, this is cool. Got the video shot, edited online. It'll go up first thing tomorrow morning, which is today. And then, of course, someone sent me notes. Steve, check out this cool story. And the headline looked familiar because it's the same thing I just did a video about. And I did a video about somebody asking the Supreme Court to take a case. And I ended the video by saying, well, we don't know what the Supreme Court's going to do because nowadays all bets are off. (laughs) And, of course, by doing that, I jinxed myself. As a result, the Supreme Court announced they're going to take the case. So everything I'm about to tell you in this upcoming video is the same as it was before, except I'll tell you at the end, the Supreme Court has agreed to take the case. So first of all, watch the video. Several people sent me this story and it caught my attention for a couple reasons. And one of which is it was published on News Nation Now. And News Nation is a channel on the cable and a good friend of mine works there. And then this past summer, uh, I got to do a live report from the uh, Woodward Dream Cruise with my good friend Mark Lieberman about the Woodward Dream Cruise on the morning show on News Nation. So that's pretty cool. But, but here's the deal. SCOTUS to consider hearing parody dog toy dispute. I've talked about the cases that the Supreme Court hears. Quite often they are of extremely important nature that when they rule, there's like tremors across the society about, oh, this is going to change everything. And once in a while, they, they take up a case, and we're not quite sure <laughs> the ramifications, if they'll ever reach us personally. And sometimes, you know, you're not sure. But this is actually an interesting story, and it would have uh, an interesting impact on business. So SCOTUS, to consider hearing parody dog toy dispute. There's a dispute over a dog toy, which is a parody of something. So Jack Daniels has asked the Supreme Court justices to hear its case against the manufacturer of the plastic Bad Spaniels toy. Bad Spaniels, which of course sounds a lot like Jack Daniels. The toy mimics the square shape of its whiskey bottle, as well as its black and white label and amber-colored liquor, while adding what it calls poop humor. Poop humor. So it's a toy. It's clearly not a bottle of Jack Daniels. It is a Bad Spaniels toy. So the company that makes Jack Daniels is upset over the squeaking dog toy that parodies the whiskey's signature bottle. And now they're asking the Supreme Court to step in and hear the case. They've asked the justices to hear its case against the manufacturer of the plastic Bad Spaniels toy. The high court could say as soon as today whether the Supreme Court will take that case. A number of major companies, from the makers of Campbell Soup to outdoor brands like Patagonia and Levi Strauss, have urged the justices to take what they say is an important case for trademark law. So Jack Daniels is saying, look, we've got trademarks. If you see one of our bottles, you know it's us because of the design, the shape, and a bunch of other features of that bottle. So if somebody makes a bottle of of whiskey, for instance, that that looks a lot like their bottle of whiskey, you can bet they're going to get sued. But here, somebody's made a squeaky toy that looks like that bottle, and obviously it's not a bottle of whiskey. The question is, at what point do you cross the line between parody and trademark infringement? So the toy that has Jack Daniels upset mimics the square shape of its whiskey bottle, as well as the black and white label and amber-colored liquor while adding what it calls poop humor. The original bottle has the words Old Number 7 and Tennessee Sour Mash Whiskey. And of course, the parody says the Old Number 2 on your Tennessee carpet. Instead of the originals, note that it is 40% alcohol by volume. 
The parody says it's 43% poo by volume and 100% smelly. The back of the toy, which retails for between $13 and $20, says in small font, this product is not affiliated with Jack Daniel Distillery. And the real question is that if you didn't see that disclaimer, might you be confused? And the disclaimer may or may not be what saves or, or, or fails here, okay? Because there are situations where just getting somebody to look at something might be all you're trying to accomplish. And if you bury in the fine print not affiliated with you know, who we're mimicking here, that might not take care of it. So we'll see. The toy maker says that Jack Daniels can't take a joke. It's ironic that America's leading distiller of whiskey both lacks a sense of humor and does not recognize when it and everyone else has had enough. Now, that's lawyers for the Arizona-based VIP products, and I guess they're the makers of the toy. They told the justices that Jack Daniels has waged war against the company for having the temerity to produce a pun-filled parody of its bottle. But Jack Daniels' attorneys made no bones about the company's position. She says, to be sure, everyone likes a good joke. But VIP's profit-motivated joke confuses consumers by taking advantage of Jack Daniels' hard-earned goodwill. So in this case, the lower court has ruled and given near-blanket protection to humorous trademark infringement. And she, the attorney for Jack Daniels, said it has broad and dangerous consequences pointing to children who were hospitalized after eating, for instance, marijuana-infused products that mimicked candy packaging. So she's saying it's actually dangerous. <laughs> I understand that she's doing it to prove a point. It does seem a little bit of a stretch, though. If VIP products is allowed to confuse consumers with dog toys, other funny infringers can do the same with juice boxes or marijuana-infused candy. And, of course, you wouldn't want children thinking that that squeaky toy is Jack Daniels and try to drink it. That's where this argument just completely falls apart. The toy is part of a lineup of VIP products called Silly Squeakers that mimic liquor, beer, wine, and soda bottles. They include Mountain Drool, Heine Sniff, which parodies Heineken, and a court in 2008 barred the company from selling its Budweiser parody, Butt Wiper. Uh, so a court has actually stepped in on one occasion and stopped one of its products, but apparently in this situation didn't. So after the company began selling its Bad Spaniels toy back in 2014, Jack Daniels told the company to stop but VIP went to court to be allowed to continue to sell the product. And Jack Daniels won the first round, but lost the appeal. So it was the appellate court that said that this was protected. That case reached the Supreme Court at an earlier stage, but the justices did not accept it. But apparently something's happened now, and they're bringing it back up. Bad Spaniels isn't the only parody puppy toy to draw the ire of the brand it imitated. Luxury bag maker... Louis Vuitton sued the makers of Chewy Vuitton over their plush purse dog toys. And in 2007, a federal appeals court sided with the chew toy manufacturer, a company called Hot Diggity Dog, but hot is spelled H-A-U-T-E, Hot Diggity Dog. Louis Vuitton did not appeal to the Supreme Court. So this particular case is Jack Daniels Properties, the parent company, versus VIP Products, LLC. And these kinds of disputes happen quite often. And trademark law and copyright law are very, very confusing and often boiled down to judges looking at it going, yeah, it's kind of like I know it when I see it. Because 
some companies have very, very well-known trademarks. And a trademark can be a little more than you think it is. Quite often people will think, well, a trademark is like the logo of the company, and it'll often say trademark. Some other things can be trademarked. So I can tell you, for instance, that Jeep argued that the grill on Jeeps, which was distinctive, was a trademark of theirs. And I know at one point in time they sued Hummer for putting on a grill that looked a lot like a, a, a Jeep grill. Now, <laughs> whether people who have Hummers might be confused and think they have Jeeps, that ain't going to happen. But the argument, of course, is that people who are shopping might look at it and go, hey, that vehicle looks like one of those. Are they related in some way? Oh, they're not. Oh, interesting. And it's the confusion that you can argue in court and say, somebody using a mark that looks so much like ours could be confusing in the marketplace and cause us to lose money if we're the, the holder of the mark. And then likewise, it dilutes the value of the trademark. And like I said, some trademarks are so well known that it means something to people. And so if you are going through a store and you're looking at pants, <laughs> slacks, and they're jeans and they're denim, and you pick a pair up and they've got the little red Levi's tag on the back pocket. That means something to many people. Oh, these are Levi's. And, and everyone for years has understood that Levi's are of a certain quality. It, it's, it's shorthand for these are good pants. Now, I'm, I'm not making a commercial here for Levi's, and I know somebody's out there and go, Steve, I don't like Levi's, they're garbage. But Levi's has been around for a long, long time. And they've spent a lot of time getting that brand recognition and protecting it. So they're apparently one of the companies, I believe, that has stepped in here and said, we want the Supreme Court to hear this case because no one is going to think that the squeaky toy is a bottle of whiskey. No one's going to think that. However, are they going to think that the squeaky toy perhaps was made or licensed by the maker of the whiskey? That's the problem. And some people might. The question is, would a reasonable person be confused by that? And if so, then there might be a case here. So I believe there's a bunch of litigation that's happened at lower levels on this case and other cases. And it would be nice if the Supreme Court would step in and say, okay, obviously, if you have a company and you're selling jeans and denim and you use a tag that's the same color as Levi's, the same shape, and just has a couple letters moved around, um, that would be some kind of trademark infringement, right? Most people would understand that. But the idea that you've got your trademark on all these whiskey bottles and somebody is selling something that's shaped like a whiskey bottle but obviously is not a whiskey bottle, it's a rubber chew toy, the only danger there is that someone's going to go, oh, that must be endorsed by them. That would be a problem. Uh, another argument they could make, which I did not see in the article, but I'm sure they will, is that I bet they've got their name on other stuff. I bet you can buy a licensed Jack Daniels t-shirt. If you can't, they're missing out on an opportunity for marketing here. But I, I, I have a sneaky feeling that you can go to the Jack Daniels website or some other site and order and buy the logo design on clothing that is endorsed by Jack Daniels. And Jack Daniels should have the right to control that. And so now that you put the 
mark and artwork on a different product, then you can see how another product that looks a lot like it could cause confusion. So I'm not saying that if this goes to the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court's going to side with Jack Daniels. I don't know what they'll do. Nowadays, all bets are off. I've said that before. <laughs> but we'll see. But as of right now, they have approached the Supreme Court and asked the Supreme Court nicely to take the case up for consideration. Supreme Court does not have to take the case up. They may not. In fact, the odds are against it because they take up so few cases out of all the ones they're offered. But what's going in their favor is they are a big company, referring to Jack Daniels, as are the other companies such as Patagonia, Campbell's Soup, and Levi Strauss. And those are all big companies, and they've all filed briefs saying we want the court to take up this case. That might help. That might help. So we'll see what happens. But that's a story about the Supreme Court considering a case involving a parody dog toy. Edward and Rob both sent it to me. Thank you very much. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Hey, I'm back. And as I said, the Supreme Court made its decision and announced it was going to take this case after I shot this video. So now I got to shoot new bookends for the video. I got to take the old video down. I got to find the other video, put it back into the program, take these, slice them in, re-render it, upload it. It's a lot of work, but you don't have to see that. Supreme Court takes Jack Daniels' case against Dog Toy Maker. That was announced yesterday afternoon by Jessica Gresco of the Associated Press, publishing it. Of course, the Supreme Court made the announcement. The case won't be argued until early 2023, with a decision expected before the court leaves for its summer recess. So sometime next year, the Supreme Court's going to let the parties come in and argue about the Jack Daniels squeaky toy case, and then they will render a decision most likely before the fall. So about a year from now. But when I said we don't know if they're going to take the case or not, I said all bets are off. Well, <laughs> I should have put my money on there to make an announcement this afternoon. And they've agreed to take the case. So both Joe and John sent me the updates. And Steve, they decided to take this case. Have you seen this? And I had to say, yeah, I already shot the video. Now i got to go edit the video. So there you go. Questions or comments, as always, put them below. Those I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. There is no gate, no lock, no bolt that you can set upon the freedom of my mind.